huge challenge that I just couldn't even get my head around how I could possibly do that. Whereas now that I'm much more comfortable with it, that obviously feels crazy that I felt so held back and so nervous about opening up. But at the time it felt massive. Um, and yeah, I just couldn't even come from my head and how I could talk about it with the guy. Welcome everyone, my name's Naomi. You're listening to Talk Hair Loss with Alopecia UK, where we share our conversations around all things hair loss. We'll be talking directly to those in the alopecia community to hear firsthand the ups and downs of living with hair loss. In our first few episodes, we're going to be listening to some experiences captured during Alopecia Awareness Month in September of 2020. The topics discussed are also available to watch in video format on our YouTube channel. Today's episode is about dating with alopecia. Dating with alopecia is a conversation topic that comes up a lot, both in our online and face-to-face groups. The anxiety that dating with a visible difference can cause can be really difficult. I join Jen, Ruth and Amy as we discuss our experiences. Today we are going to be talking about dating and alopecia, um, which is a little bit nerve-wracking, you've got to be honest. Um, So I think first, if we just go around and have a few introductions and say uh, when we started with alopecia, whether you were single or in a relationship when you started with alopecia, and what's your relationship status now? Um, I go first. So I was 11 when I started with alopecia. Um, I've had it where it's come and gone, um, had it all back by the time I was 16, had it for a few years, lost it again at about the age of 20-ish. Um, so I was um, obviously single the first time <laughs> and when I was older, I think I was single at that point as well, uh, my relationship status now is um, single. So um, who wants to go next, Ruth? Sure, yeah. Um, So my name is Ruth. I am a trustee of Alopecia UK. Um, I first developed alopecia when I was 18 and just left school. Um, So I was luckily taking a year off to have a gap year, which was quite fortuitous because it meant I had a bit of time to kind of get used to my alopecia um, before I went to university. Um, And I was single at the time when I developed alopecia. And I am now married. Um, I got married three years ago um, to my husband, Tim. And um, yeah, so we've been together for almost five years when we got married. And now we've been together for eight years. Naomi, do you want to go next? Yeah, um, so I developed um, alopecia universalis when I was 22. um, And I had that um, for a couple of years. Um, I was single when it started. Um, I then have had sort of various degrees of regrowth over the last sort of five or six years. Um, and I am now in a relationship. How about you, Amy? <laughs> so hi, I'm Amy. Uh, my story is incredibly similar to Jen's in the sense that I first met alopecia when I was 10 years old. Um, so obviously dating was far from my mind at that point. In fact, I could get me as far away from boys as possible if, if, if you could. Um, and I did develop some regrowth uh, when I was sort of 15, 16 years old. Uh, and it fell out again when I was about 22. 
Um, so at the time where it fell out, the second time round, I was in a relationship at that time, um, but I am now single. So that's a good introduction from everybody. Um, so I think a good question just to start with is um, when you did have um, lost hair. So I guess for me and Amy, when we were younger, maybe weren't really thinking about the whole boys situation, um, but probably as we got older. Um, whereas for Naomi and Ruth, um, obviously developing alopecia when you're a bit older, what, what was, how did you feel about the whole dating side of things at that point when you were losing your hair? Yeah, I think, well, for me, being 18, it was um, a really difficult time to lose my hair, although I was kind of glad in some ways that I hadn't lost it while I was still at school because I felt like um, there perhaps would have been more like possibility of getting bullied or kind of feeling like, uh, I don't know, kids can be cruel, can't they? Um, so I sort of in some ways felt like it was a bit of a blessing that it happened when I was a bit older and was a bit more mature and was able to kind of understand what was going on. Um, and, you know, I, I guess um, other people, like friends that um, I was speaking to about it were a bit more understanding at a slightly older age. But I certainly was very nervous um, about opening up about it and really wanted to kind of conceal it and hide it from people, particularly from guys. Um, and I wore wigs the majority of the time and really didn't, even male friends, I wouldn't open up to them and talk about it with them. Um, so I was very kind of nervous at the prospect of dating with alopecia when I first developed it. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, was, was going to say very similar like feelings to Ruth really in terms of just a lot of nervousness I guess about being sort of accepted and I think you know losing your hair sort of in your early 20s when um, I mean you're probably just kind of starting to come to terms with sort of like who you are it felt like a bit of a like wrench in the other direction for me. And so to start with, I'd say for like a good, like the first year or so, I didn't, dating didn't even really cross my mind. I'd sort of been single for a while anyway. And I was just sort of like, I was trying to deal with just the emotional side of what was happening to me anyway. And then it was almost like when it started to feel like a little bit normal, like having alopecia, it was suddenly then like, oh God, now I have to think about dating as well. And that was like the next level of <laughs> trying to think about how, how you would even begin to explain that to someone. Um, so yeah, I'd say like the like overriding feeling, just being that age and, and having alopecia and thinking about dating was just just nerves, just how, how am I even gonna do that? Mm. Yeah, it just felt so insurmountable. Like it just felt this huge, yeah. challenge that I just couldn't even get my head around how I could possibly do that whereas now that I'm much more comfortable with it that obviously feels crazy that I felt so held back and so nervous about opening up but at the time it felt massive um and yeah I just couldn't even comprehend how I could talk about it with the guy hmm. interesting um and what did you have any thoughts as a as a young teenager Amy I don't know, like, I know for myself, like, this was the one big thing and I just thought I'll, I'll never have a boyfriend because I've got alopecia. That's what I used to think. Yeah, I think I probably thought that as well. I think, um, you know, it did, having, having alopecia as a child and, and those 
uh, the kind of bullying that does, did come with it, um, as Ruth sort of alluded to. I mean, that, that did happen, unfortunately, and, and kids can be quite cruel. And the fact that you are different from everyone, especially at school, you know, that's never that's never really a good thing. It wasn't when I was at school anyway. Um, so you did feel like an outsider and you weren't really sure if any boys for me would ever um consider dating me because of my alopecia really so yeah definitely it was a really it was a really scary thing as a, as a teenager going through that um but um yeah no I think I'll end there yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair enough um I, I think the same for me really um in that so, so when I was younger I just thought that's 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 something that's just not gonna happen for me and then I mean for my teenage years I just felt like I was waiting for my hair to come back and I, I gradually mm -hmm. came back I think over a couple of years um in my head there was no there was no kind of it didn't enter my head that it might be something that I'd have life I was just mm -hmm. waiting for it to come back and it gradually was and then I, I had most of it back for like the sixth form years um had a great time <laughs> great time after sixth form and um and I think I'd probably my first boyfriend uh when I was 18 I think um and I had all my hair then um so that all ended and then and then I lost all of my hair again after that and then I was just like oh like that's gonna be it now then and um but it wasn't and and I did I've had several relationships um over mm. the years and so I guess kind of yeah what's the what's other people's experiences of um actual the, the relationships and then and how do how do um you know the men react <laughs> to I, you know it, it's always been something that for me i know has been kind of this will never happen and all of this and then it is always surprising how you know when you actually get down to it and then tell them like Oh yeah. Yeah. So I think just just picking on what you were saying there, Jen, as well. Like, it's just kind of clicked with me, really. But I, you know, the only um, the the first time I had male attention and had boyfriends was was when I had hair. But I was sort of sixteen, seventeen, eighteen at that time, and actually that's the time when you do get into this sort of relationships as well, isn't it? So I think maybe you know, there's a part of me that thought when I was an adult and I lost my hair again oh you know it's going to be exactly like it was when I was sort of 12 13 with with boys who don't really you know it's just they just don't really understand um but it but I have to say it hasn't been like that at all for me as as an adult when I've been dating guys I've I've spoken to them about my hair and they and with, with the exception of one experience, which I have to say, it was not that negative. Um, I've had positive reactions from literally everyone I've spoken to. Um, and if anything, it seems to make them kind of like me a little bit more, I think sometimes in the sense of, I think they're just, you know, they're, 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 they're um, wanting to hear a little bit about you. And then, you know, there's a part of, there's a part of you that they think actually, um, you know, you're managing this on a day-to-day -day and you're really confident who you are and all those sorts of things. So that's some of the sort of feedback that I've had from, from guys I've dated before, which is really nice. Mm. I was just going to, I was going to say a similar thing in that I feel like the few relationships that I've sort of had since having alopecia, I've never really, when I've, you know, introduced it, which is always like a, a whole nother thing and it's really difficult. But when I have done that, I've never actually had a negative reaction to introducing it per se. And I know that that, can be like a massive fear for people with alopecia when they're kind of getting into that arena of like, well, what are they, how are they going to respond? Um, 
and obviously you can't speak for everyone you can't say that everyone is going to welcome it, it warmly but I still think that for me I, I think I realized over time that it wasn't so much about their reaction but about how it was going to be over time in terms of like if I got upset about it again if it got worse if it got better like like you say almost like the day-to-day -day handling of having it is like the part of the relationship that you need them to feel like they support you in um not just the actual revealing of the alopecia itself but kind of the emotional stuff that can then come with that sort of like along the way um and I think that's what you're doing is you're putting a lot of trust in that person to be able to support you in in that sense I totally agree with that Naomi I think you're right like as someone with alopecia that initial reveal feels huge and that kind of for us probably feels like one of the defining moments of like you know relationships and, and alopecia but actually um I would agree like, I've never had a negative reaction people have always been positive and I think if somebody did have a negative reaction you probably wouldn't want to be with them anyway so it's probably like sort of separates the wheat from the chaff in a way um but you, you're totally right that um what's much more important is how someone supports you because it is obviously alopecia's journey which we all go through kind of peaks and troughs um sometimes you feel comfortable with it and sometimes you have low days so it's really important that whoever you're with is able to kind of support you through those tough moments um and that that's really the most important thing isn't it so it sounds like everyone's pretty much had fairly good reactions at this point why do you think it is such a big deal um the prospect of dating when you lose your hair why is it why is it such a big deal i think it's um it's you're putting yourself in a quite a vulnerable position you're like sort of exposing something about yourself that you know you may or may not depending on how you choose to deal with your alopecia in the day-to-day -day, reveal to everyone so if you are an avid wig wearer it might be that you don't no one else sees you without that wig and so you're potentially revealing to this person who you know early days and dating and stuff you're kind of putting a lot of trust in this this new person in your life to like you say um take it on board and, and be supportive about it and stuff which you might not even necessarily at that point give that to your friends and some of your family so mm. um, you're being quite open and, and vulnerable with someone when you're first telling them about it I think is, is why it feels so like such a big deal yeah for me it's, um it's it's I suppose because I am a wig wearer um I, I just don't want to feel like um I'm deceiving them in any way but also just not you know not being true to myself so it, to me I think I put the pressure on myself to tell them as quickly as possible just you know because I just think it would be in the back of my head constantly um but the other element of it that I find really tough in terms of the big reveal is because I have un a universalis is removing my eyelashes and I, I don't know why that is but for me like the head the loss of hair on my head is one thing but because for me removing your eyelashes just see just changes the way you look completely um I always really worry and get frightened about that so like you know I might you know go if going to bed and stuff like that I might put like black eyeliner on the lid you know just to just to add some sort of definition on for a little while because it just it worries me so much and I, and I think it's just because I feel like I look completely different than the person that they met me as um, so it just worries me slightly for that reason. 
Mm. Yeah, I do agree with that. I think um, uh, often though, what we kind of perceive as a big difference to other people is far less of a difference. And I mean, as an example, when I first told my husband, Tim, that I have alopecia, he hadn't even realized. And I kind of addressed it as like, oh, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. And he was like, oh, well, I didn't even know there was a, I didn't even realize you were wearing a wig. And then similarly with my eyebrows, it took him like a few weeks to realize that my eyebrows were tattooed, even though he was obviously very close to my face. So um, I think uh, people and guys in particular to make a sweeping generalization are probably a lot less observant than we think they are. True, true. I had a very similar thing with the eyelashes, Amy, where I found it really hard, not even just to be around my boyfriend, but people in general for a really long time, because I felt like that was, like you said, the, the dead giveaway on my face um, with this. And I remember um, I was living with some friends for a few months and um, one day I was like, oh, I've got really itchy eyes and, and I think I've got something in it because I've got no eyelashes. And one of the girls was like, got no eyelashes <laughs> and I was like um yeah like I've not worn makeup and lived with you for months how have you never noticed and she's like no, I just didn't notice and I was like that blew my mind because I was like how could she not know yeah I do I do have that view of it's much bigger in our own minds than I think it is for everyone else a lot of the time and that's something that we all have to work through don't we to get in the place where it feels safe to date because you know I you know I was dating too early on really after um, my relationship broke down and it I was uh, even though I, I ended relationships myself and I didn't even I wasn't even that keen on the person I then spent you know months telling myself it was because I wasn't good enough for them and they, you know and I was the problem and all that sort of stuff and it it I had to really work on myself and accept myself with my alopecia because it didn't help that my long-term relationship broke down fairly soon after like in my uh, second alopecia journey um, and even though I don't think you know that influenced it at all I think it, it was heading that way anyway I think it, you can't help it in your head you start thinking it's because of this it's because of my alopecia because I'm not as attractive as everyone else he didn't fancy me anymore and it, it plays on your mind and and so yeah we have to we have to work on ourselves I think sometimes before we can be that vulnerable to let someone in and going you know going back to exactly what you were saying right at the beginning of this really which I think was a really good point interesting it's um, something that stood out to me there where you were all saying about um, eyes and eye makeup and um, that it, it is, I just want to go back to that because I think that that um, is actually an area where I've always been really uncomfortable um, generally with people looking me in the eye and people say I've got terrible eye contact and I have and I, cause I, I find it really uncomfortable to look people in the eye all the time anyway. Um, but I spent ages um, always trying to divert people's eyes. Like, so, you know, if someone's looking at you and you look down there, they'll often look that way as well soon. And that just made it more comfortable for me to break that kind of eye contact. Um, but obviously when it comes to men and dating, you need to be able to have that eye contact. Um, but it's so incredibly uncomfortable to have them look and you kind of just sitting there thinking, you know, there's nothing kind of... Um, whatever about it it's more a case of like oh my god are they looking at my eyelashes are they looking at my eyebrows what are they thinking uh, all these things that go through our minds um and just make it can make just the whole dating thing i think really stressful um if the amount that we can be conscious of um with the wigs and the makeup and the eye makeup and and all of these things 
Has anyone ever dated with no um, wig on? I mean, I've been on dates with my husband without my wig on, but I don't know if I've been on like, a, yeah, a first date without my wig on. Um, I don't wear false eyelashes, so like, I've yeah been on lots of dates without eyelashes. Um, and I, I do tend to wear eyeliner, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't kind of, I don't know, I just find eyelashes such a faff that <laughs> I find it too hard to, to wear them. But um, I don't know if people ever... No, I have really noticed that I don't have eyelashes. I think, again, it's that sort of people are less observant than you, than you think they are. <laughs> I think that's true. And I think for me, I, um, it's sort of in the early days of alopecia, or early 20s, let's say, when I was, um, I was down in Liverpool at the time. I went to uni there and I stayed down there for quite a lot of years. And um, at first, when I got there, like my, my wigs weren't very good. I wasn't very good at makeup. And gradually, I, I got better. But and I did notice a change in like earlier on. Um, because I thought it was obvious, I would tell people quite quickly. So like a boyfriend that I had uh, in my sort of early and mid twenties, I remember first meeting him and, and um, I just, I think I told him like maybe quite early on because um, I just felt like it was obvious and I needed to. And then, um, but I did notice I got better wigs and like me and him split up, it was a nightmare. Um, I got better wigs, I got better with makeup and I, think I could I, well I felt like I could, I could get away with people not knowing that I had alopecia and that for me became a really tough point because I kind of presented myself as this one thing and yeah I had a great time <laughs> I was in Liverpool I was in my 20s it was brilliant um but but then it became really difficult to go to that next step with somebody and to be able to really reveal it because I'm going to be honest I felt like I was going to, I felt like I would be a disappointment for them to find out, like they thought they were dating this one thing and actually, and like you say, you take the wig off, yeah, that's one thing, but there's another layer when you take the eyebrows off, when you take the eyelashes off, and you do look very, very different to what they've mm. kind of, what they thought that they were getting, and I really, really struggled with that for a long time. And I think that the difficult thing to add on top of that is that most of us will have some kind of like hang up about dating anyway. Like it might be that you might think I'm not smart enough or I'm not funny enough or I'm not, you know, thin enough or I'm not this or not that. So if you already have something about yourself that you're kind of already scared about putting out there, if you add alopecia onto that, it's like this uh, another layer of things that that person kind of has to break through to like to say, like you say, just be able to take it to the next level. They have to be really worth it to be able to like take it that far because um, otherwise it feels like you're putting all of this and breaking through all of these boundaries for yourself for then potentially nothing. Mm. So. so when do people bring it up in conversation? And I mean, for me, it's very different between now the alopecia UK years when it's very hard to get away from it. Whereas pre alopecia UK. I, my job was nothing to do with the word alopecia. There was nothing about me on the internet and I could get away with not telling people until I was ready to. Like, when do, when do you tell people? When did you all do that? I was a rip the plaster off kind of person. Like I was always <laughs> do it really quickly. Um, just because um, I, I just felt like I, and it's out in the open and it's done and then I don't have to worry about it. So um an early relationship we'd sort of been going out on a couple of dates and I sent him a text and told him about it um and then more recently um with 
I, when I was re, before I was in a relationship when I was single I put it on my tinder profile um and I just put it out there because I was just like then it's straight away if you are contacting me you're, you already know this um and it's out there and and for some people it was all all almost then like a bit of an icebreaker like they would get in touch and be like oh wow like how do you deal with that or you know your wigs look great or this that and the other like again I never really got any negative stuff from that but I was also quite conscious of it being like oh so that's not the only interesting thing about me do you know what I mean like I don't want that to be my defining thing but it is just a thing that I want you to know so it was it's a hard balance I think uh so I have the two date rule so second date that I will tell people um particularly if they, they are people that I've met online or anything like that anyway um and that's just because you know first date they don't know anything about you at all um and sort of like Naomi said you don't if, as much as there's an element that I do believe my alopecia has a huge part of my life and it has made a huge part of who I am so there is a level of the, that it does define me at a certain extent but it is not the only thing about me um and so I don't want to say it in the first day I'd rather them get to know me as a person and then decide whether or not you know they're attracted to me or they like me um but as I mentioned earlier I don't like keeping it hanging over me is something that I haven't told them about yet so I do tell them on the second day and I have to say it can get it can get really awkward because I'm desperately trying to find a way to mention it and like trying to break the some some sort of easy segue into a conversation about alopecia it's not easy the worst one I could tell you the worst the worst one as in it was the funniest but because I was telling we were walking through a London station and I basically told him I had something to tell him um, just to get it out of the way. And I kept saying things like, you know, so if it's, a, if it's a problem, it's not a big deal. I just need to talk to you about it. And I swiped my Oyster card through the barrier and he swiped his and he was out of money. So he had to go and top up his card. So there was like about two minutes between me going, I really I need to tell you something. And it's, you know, if it's a big deal, you need to let me know. So in his head, he was like, what was she about to tell me? So it was actually quite great because when I told him what it was, he was like, oh, is that all it is? <laughs> that's a good one yeah <laughs> see I've never been brave enough to say it to somebody's face when like obviously I've had conversations with them after they've known but I've never said it to someone's face like when when we've been dating like I think that I, I yeah I, I think that that would be a step too far for me I'd be like really scared and be like oh, I don't know what, to, what, do, what do I say okay. do you not also think that like messaging someone I don't know then I feel like I would be so nervous about their response that I'd be you know when you're sitting waiting for a message I don't know I feel like I'd be too nervous I'd rather do it in person like yeah then you, at least you'd be able to see their reaction but I guess you have different strokes yeah. different folks yeah. <laughs> mm. um yeah in my experience I've um told, I think second date rule I like that idea like with my husband I met him at a party and then on our first date I did tell him um but he was totally oblivious so <laughs> it wasn't as big a deal as I thought it was going to be um but yeah I've always said it in person it is it is interesting yeah. that in relationships it isn't it isn't a big deal they're not actually that bothered a lot of men but I mean yeah I think that's you've got to kind of I was always got to kind of suss them and then if someone you think they're going to be an idiot like I, I would never have told them but the ones that then are all right and then they're not that bothered really and it does get you do get used to it and do get comfortable I just think the difficult bit is finding the actual <laughs> one <laughs> you get your claws into and 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I need to just keep hold of them, God. I need to <laughs> talk about staying in relationships. <laughs> story, but um, but yeah, I mean, so what, 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 what has been the reactions then? I guess when you've told, told it. Um, for me, I tend, I've had literally from a, okay, like literally at the end of the conversation, because they're just, they're just so oblivious and it doesn't mean anything to them, to not knowing what it is, so then asking lots of questions. Um, yeah, it's literally, it normally just goes from there, really. and then norm, the normally is, is the middle ground, really, so that someone, I very often get them say, oh, I've heard of that, so I know someone who's already got it, you know, there's, as we all know, when you talk to anyone with alope uh, about your alopecia, people normally know someone, if, even if it's a friend of a friend of a friend, mm -hmm. someone will, they will know someone with it, which is amazing, because when I was a kid, no one knew what alopecia was, so it's changed so much since then, and um, so I love that reaction, that kind of, oh, I've heard of that. Um, and then, yeah, it's normally like, you know, just some questions like how long have you had it and, you know, how do you feel about it and all that sort of stuff. So I normally get some really, really good reactions. Um, so, yeah, I really like, I, I think it's nice. It's, a, it's, a, it's an important part of my life. So, you know, you want them to kind of be interested in it as well. Mm. What about the actual revealing of the alopecia once you are in a relationship with someone? Oh. <laughs> It's like, that, like an extra layer of nakedness, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't you think? I think it really is. Like, it's it's a very um, like vulnerable position to be feeling like you're putting yourself in because it's a bit like like we were sort of saying earlier with the makeup and stuff. Um, I feel like it was all on me. Like, because in the relationship that I'm in now. I kept my wig and my eyelashes and my makeup on for months, first few months when we were dating, when I was around him, even when I was like sleeping over, I would sleep in them um, and I wouldn't do that anywhere else. So I was sort of like, I was almost like a bit cross at myself for feeling like I had to do that when he didn't make me feel like that. It was all just like in my head that if I didn't, it was just like, well, if we had to wait a little bit more, it'll be too far in and then he can't say anything. <laughs> so it was sort of like, <laughs> I was just sort of, but it was silly because I knew that he wasn't really going to care. Um, and then it sort of like broke down from there where it was like, I started taking like the eyelashes off and then I started taking the wig off and maybe I'd do one and not the other. And sometimes, and I just like, <laughs> bit at it's a just time. really, yeah. <laughs> have one eyelash on, one eyelash off. <laughs> like, it was just, it was just silly really like when I look back now it seems so ridiculous um because now I'm like the complete opposite it's like if he sees me looking made up he's like whoa what's happened where are you going um so it, it's it's funny how it like can quickly change but that those first few things like I remember the first time I was going around his house without my wig on and I'd taken it off and I put a headscarf on because I was like I'm not quite ready for the total transition and um I got like I was driving to his house and I was just like I felt so nervous I felt like I was gonna vomit and like I got to his house and you know when someone sort of like you know if you've got like a spot here or something and people are like and just keep like looking straight at it and he kept sort of doing that and I was like oh what does it look really stupid and he was like no I really like it, it looks nice like and then that was just it and then that was sort of like the end of the conversation and I was just sort of like oh okay that's done now. <laughs> like, it was felt like an anticlimax. Like I felt like something horrible was going to happen, and it just it just didn't. 
And I think that's definitely been my experience as well. It's been like underwhelming <laughs> in terms of reactions. Um, but yeah, I think like in terms of what Tim thinks, he just wants me to be comfortable. And I think, um, oh, his reaction when I first told him actually I was wearing a wig was, why don't you take it off? You must be hot. Um, so I think he just like ultimately wants me to be as comfortable as I can be and whenever I like even now sometimes I sort of feel I need to wear a wig for like work zoom calls or if we're going out somewhere and I'll kind of like say it's itchy or something and he'll be like well if it's itchy just take it off like he just yeah he just doesn't understand the concept of feeling like you have to put on a wig or a covering when you don't want to, or when that's not like what would make you feel the best. Um, but I think, so again, it just comes back to like a lot of it, I think is in my head rather than in anyone else's head. I think it's like mm. about the way we see ourselves rather than the way other people see us. And as Amy said, I think you just need to like work on yourself as much as you possibly can to get over that. Mm. Which is good advice. I think I need to take that advice. I mean, I'll, I'll hold my hands up and because I'm probably like the worst person when it comes to artificial and dating, maybe. Um, I gave myself a year, Jen. I gave, I said, right, I'm, ha I'm having a boy band for a year, and it was, it was generally the best thing I could do because it just meant that I got confident and comfortable with my own skin. So when I, I was just more resilient when I went out back out again. So when things didn't work out, I was just in a better place to not just instantly blame. Oh, it's because of the way I look that went wrong you know it's it was just much it was a much better thing and that was when I got involved with the charity as well so you know that obviously helped a lot as well <laughs> um so for me with the grand reveal I mean I <laughs> I started using my um, Instagram page as kind of like a tester <laughs> so like like on dates I'll be like oh just look at my my Instagram's feed and like this is my tattoo like just seeing how it responds so it's kind of like just an extra layer of just a slight reveal because it's a picture and then you know the real reveal feels a bit safer because they've already at least seen a version of it somewhere. Mm. So nowadays, have you ever had a question about your tattoo? Like if someone ever asked have you got any tattoos and then you've had to be like oh I actually have one on my head. Yeah I have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to, to put that conversation on the table without just going so I've got something to tell you which is sounds really serious and so there has been certain situations where it has come up organically so sometimes the tattoo conversation is one of them the other one might be um like what was I up to that weekend and I was running a support group for example for Alice UK so it was just it would just come up really naturally like that which I actually preferred because it just mm. felt more you know something you could talk about and sometimes that would happen on the first date so it wasn't always you know I wasn't strict with it couldn't come up on the first date if if it came up naturally so uh yeah, it's it's good. There are things that kind of you can talk about that then gives you a sort of an open door to start talking about your alopecia as well. Yeah, it's hard to find that segue. I guess you're always hoping they're going to like compliment your hair and then you'd be like, oh, well, that's no wig. I think the digital stuff, I guess it can, it can and it can, can't help now. So like, I'm just thinking of the reveals when I was younger when, you know, there was, you couldn't look things up about me so that like the I, I, I'm just thinking of the reveals um I mean one there's a couple where I didn't I was similar to you Naomi with one where I, I kept going to bed with wigs on and I was just eventually like I just can't I'm not getting any sleep I can't do this and yeah. I was like well don't wear it then but I think I still wore bandanas uh but it was the the long-term relationship in my 20s and I think he was just eventually he was like you're gonna show me then and I think 
I just went like this, and he took my wig off and I just was like, oh, I just couldn't look at him. I hate it. Um, it's not as bad now, I'm older and stuff, but but now I find a difficulty and I don't know um, if you get this or not, Amy, because you're quite, there's out there with alopecia, but I find um, that people can <laughs> Google you and find things. And so people have often, and so I find that difficult because people can, find out I've got alopecia before I'm maybe ready to tell them mm, yeah that, that, that's happened to me before people have known yeah and and then, your Instagram page is linked with your number <laughs> what sorry your Instagram page is linked with your phone number so if they've added you as a contact and they're just scrolling through Instagram you know it says you might know these people because they're in your contacts it comes up I only learned about that through a guy I was like oh gosh <laughs> didn't know that <laughs> no privacy <laughs> So I, I find that a little bit difficult nowadays in that people can, um, you know, I, I want to tell them when I'm ready, but I also would rather tell them myself than they find it out elsewhere. And so sometimes I find that I'm having to mention it before I maybe usually would, before you even know if you like them or have even been on a date or whatever. Um, mm. I find that quite tricky now. With the, so for those of everyone doing media or who just think, if, you know, you do want it all on the internet. <laughs> um, but it is a good thing to do. and and you know for actually um last few years you know been on a couple of dates and stuff this year and told one and he just he was actually quite impressed with everything he found he's like oh what you're doing is brilliant and things like that so um but yeah still just... as he should be it is amazing <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i'm not sure about the, the dating on uh, this is what I think about, this is why I was nervous about doing more dating stuff. I was already dating stuff about me and alopecia on the internet. I'm like, oh, do you know I know, I was going to say, <laughs> talk about your, um, your TV experience, Jen. Mm -hmm. I, I don't ever regret it, actually. It was a really good experience and I, and, um, to go through. And it was quite an eye-opener, actually. I think I had some you know, key epiphany-type moments on that journey, mm -hmm. which was... Um, interesting and now I can't remember them <laughs> but um but no that was it was a, it was good um thing like they, they pushed me to do things that I maybe wouldn't have otherwise done like taking my wig off on a date was something that would never have happened and I think at the start of that tv show they were like would you ever take your wig off on a date and I was like absolutely not no way and uh, and then as the as we went along and they're like do you think you would do this and I was just thinking oh god and it did and uh, and it was fine um so that yeah Anyway, forget about all that. <laughs> um, um, what have we not covered with dating, do you think? Have we covered it all? I was going to talk about um, like my experience of having alopecia at my wedding, if that's relevant. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Go on. Yeah. Um, well, I guess like getting your hair done for your wedding is such a, like, a big thing and having alopecia, that was quite nerve-wracking because you know you want your hair to look great but obviously um it's difficult to have like particular styles when you're wearing a wig um so you know I had to have a kind of like half up half down style that kind of um looked right with a wig and that kind of concealed um the bits you want to conceal um but in the end it was it was fine and like I, I liked the way my hair looked but actually the reality was that when I got when we got our photos taken I decided that I wanted to have some without my wig on and actually those photos are my favorite ones from the whole day mm -hmm. and I think they look the most natural and the best because I like felt myself in the photos and um or at that moment 
and yeah I just think they're lovely and like I don't know I think they're more powerful than the other ones as well because they kind of like show you know my true self and yeah. um yeah I was just I was really glad that we did that and that we got some photos of that my wig on um I don't know if I ever would have managed to I'm sure some people do but like to go the whole day um without my wig but it was just really nice to have that moment where I took my wig off for the photos mm. and sometimes that's quite nice because it's quite a private thing I think I'm What's landed with me there is I think things that some of you touched on before about it, like being able to be with somebody where you can kind of fully trust and, and almost like that is almost a representation of, um, you know, they're the pictures that it's, it's that extra layer, that extra private bit of yourself, that extra vulnerable bit of yourself that you've found somebody to share that with who you're 100% comfortable with. And I think that that is really lovely when that is and can, can be the case and, and, so to have that in picture form, I think, I imagine they are lovely pictures to have because they, mm -hmm. they represent that, that whole thing, isn't it? I think that's probably what we're all striving for, me, me and Amy as well, to find that person that we can kind of, you know, you can just um, fully relax and trust and just be yourself with whatever way, shape or form that is, I guess, um, in all forms. Because I think, and I think sometimes, yeah, there is this, an element sometimes of feeling your true self. Like, I think for me, there is this, this, Sometimes this thing around identity, you know, I do see myself like I, I've always worn my wigs ever since I was young. So I've got this relationship with my wigs and I kind of, I feel like me with my wig on, but I also feel like me with my wig off. And you need to be able to be both of those if that's what you're comfortable with, don't you, with, with whoever um, you're with. So that's interesting. Yeah. I think um, just pulling back to like a slightly older point, but it just popped into my head um, is sort of something that Amy touched upon earlier, which was about um, when you're sort of first starting with um, alopecia and thinking about like the future and like, you know, is anyone going to find me attractive again? Is anyone going to like want to date me and stuff like that? And all those fears that I think for a lot of people when they're either if they're single when it starts or if they kind of become single at some point and they still have it um is that like I remember very much having that thing of like well I'm not I'm not gonna get married now I'm not gonna be in relationships like it was just it, it was almost like in my head that I was just resigned to that like that was just like a fact um and yet actually meeting other people and speaking with other people I kind of quickly realized actually that's like probably highly unlikely because actually quite a lot of people are in very like loving and happy relationships and their alopecia is just one tiny little segment of not just their relationship but them as a person as well and they've got so much more about them and to offer and things and and I think hearing that and kind of realizing that through other people as well was a really helpful thing for me to kind of uh, I think like someone said earlier as well like love yourself first and just sort of be like actually I'm, I've got so much to actually offer this person that actually if they don't want me because I'm not growing some hair on my head that it's probably not really worth it. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. It's that RuPaul thing of you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> so I guess then maybe to finish is, is the is but if you were to give any advice to people out there on the dating scene right now, um, what would it be? Mm. You've kind of all given some really good ones there, so you can <laughs> reuse those if you want and just, uh, <laughs> as you're finishing off, kind of, this is what the message I'll leave you with. <laughs> I think, 
for me it would be do things when you're ready like don't feel rushed into doing anything like it took me almost 10 years to kind of go public with my alopecia um so yeah do it when you feel comfortable but also try and remember that your self-perception is very different to the way that other people perceive you and other people are generally a lot kinder in their perception of you than you are to yourself so like try and like think about what you think of your friends and how great they look and how like wonderful they are despite any of their perceived flaws and then try and like um feel that about yourself because or like try and think about how your best friend might think about you i'm sure they would say you're gorgeous and amazing and brave and all the rest of it um and try and like take some of those qualities in on yourself um so yeah i echo that completely and i think you know i said it a lot in this call but it's, it's something i really do stand by which is you know you just need to be you need to have that sort of self-assurance and confidence in yourself and know know your worth um i would say you know before because it is it can it can be damaging sometimes to do that a bit too early on really but i think you know the the only thing i can say is that if you ever experience that someone has an issue with you having alopecia that is more a slight on them than it is on you like that it's just you just can't expect anyone to you know you just why you wouldn't want that person in your life anyway even if you had hair and you heard that that's how they treated other people you wouldn't want that person in your life so don't you know don't listen to that and think that's how everyone's going to feel because it, i can tell you now they won't the majority of people out there do not feel like that yeah 100 percent. yeah i i agree with that as well um i think what i'd say as well and i think it was um, it kind of a little bit echoes what Amy was just saying about sort of you know getting yourself in into that position of, of feeling comfortable first like don't feel like you have to you know go into dating you know the minute that you find out you know give yourself some time to sort of like reflect and, and be where you are because I think once you've done that you can then also just look at all the other positives about yourself instead and say like you know well I might have hair loss but I also am really great at x y and z and I'm really funny and I'm you know um, all of these other great things so it's like you've got so much more to offer than that that one thing that try not to focus on on that because everyone has something that they might not like about themselves I'm feeling a lot of pressure now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a really good one Jen <laughs> oh god what am I gonna say um, um I think I think for me um the thing that's rattling around in my head so I'll just say that it's just it's surprising how how not bothered um i was going to men in my case um but you know anybody looking for any partner um it's surprising how not bothered people people can be um and how accepting people can be so um but i guess you've got to give them a chance um and that's maybe something i'm a little bit bad for not giving people a chance um and and the, my final advice would be um some advice that my friend gave me at the weekend <laughs> and i was like oh i just I don't think I'm ever going to get a relationship. And she was like, well, you're not exactly trying, are you, Jen? Um, so I think you've got to try to put yourself out there, really. Um, so that's going to be my, my words of wisdom at the end of this video. Um, you've got to give people a chance and you've got to actually, you know, put yourself out there. So um, that is where I'll finish with my advice. Um, but so I think what we'll do is we'll finish there. So thank you very much, everybody, for taking part.
Um, it's been really interesting to listen to you all and, and all your different experiences. Hopefully this has been helpful to some other people out there um, who might be, you know, either starting out with dating or, um, and, or starting out with alopecia and thinking, oh my God, how am I going to even date ever? Um, hopefully this has been helpful in some way. Um, and yeah, we'll leave it there. Thank you. <laughs>